Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome back to Breton Tiff's Flea Circus. My name is Cliff and I welcome you, sir. Thanks, sir. I'm just Brett this week. I'm just okay. the good old self. Yes. Hello, hello just... Brett. Hello, how are you? I'm all right. I've just got a glimpse of your T-shirt there. Yeah. Does it have a wolf's face on it? No, it's it's the thing. Oh, so you, do you do the thing every day? Have you got something to do with the thing? Every day I have something to do with the thing. I must Tomorrow every day. be like it, a, an alien dog. Strangely enough, one of the programs that we're, we're going to talk about reminds us a little bit of the thing. Okay, okay. Then. So what you what you've been up to this week? I chap? have. You'll be very surprised to hear had workmen in the house uh, oh. just a couple oh. of hours ago. <laughs> Not again. My balcony overlooks like a little park area now, and there's people trying to do yoga down there. So I hope they're not easily distracted. <laughs> <laughs> They've allowed you to they live overlooking a park. Did they not yes, know you? That, um, that order came to an end some time ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's terrible. We've uh, we've had some celebrity followers. Uh, this week, obviously. tell us about it. I've been so busy with work and stuff. I haven't, uh, uh-huh. I haven't really had a chance to look. You keep telling us to have a little look to cheer us up when I'm down in the dumps over how tired I, I am, which is yeah, very nice. Um, but I haven't noticed any of the fault. Fo- I haven't looked into the follower no. situation. Uh, the band Corner Shop follower now. So yes. we'll, yeah, we'll try and get them on. I think I love Corner Shop. I know you do. I, I like them as well. I, I bought that single. Um, one, one everybody single. needs a bosom. Don't they? Yeah. Everybody um, needs a buzzer. And you saw I, them live, didn't you? Uh-huh. I prefer the, uh, off the, it might be the follow-up album, I think, but there's a song called Lessons Learned from Rocky, Rocky 1 to Rocky 3, which is just a superb yeah. song, just totally Class. underrated song. A great, the last album that came out, um, uh-huh. I don't know, maybe the back end of last year, beginning of this year, uh, absolutely brilliant. Like, uh-huh. re- wholly recommend that. So I'm nice. happy about that. You've cheered us up already. There you go then. And the lead singer as well. He followed with Oh, well. lovely. I wonder why. I wonder how we got them on a mention, but that was, that's good. Yeah, that's good. And Johnny Byrne, one of my uh, my oh, heroes. Oh, you did mention him. Amazing. John Byrne. Wow. John Byrne. I know. John Byrne, it was definitely one of my heroes. Uh, have, obviously, you know this, but uh, I was uh, the entertainment in the semi-final of the FA Cup. Uh-huh. I was doing pee up at Hillsborough. And I was taking penalties against Steve Cram. Yeah. 
And it's I mean, still the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. Did you score against uh, Cramp? Of course I scored against Crummy. I call him Crummy. The Jarrahara? The Jarrahara, aye. He's a better runner than he was a goalkeeper. <laughs> yeah, could, couldn't save a child's penalties. <laughs> so um, people might not know who John Byrne is, like the casual listener. Um, of course, you know, everybody knows who John Byrne is. Fill them in, just in case. John Byrne was a striker. I played for Sunderland. He played for QPR. He played for Oxford. He played for the Republic of Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, and he scored in every single round of the FA Cup when Sunderland got to the final apart unfortunately for me, yeah. <laughs> from the, the final, because we got beat off Liverpool. Yeah. He nearly scored in the final. He had, a, he had a decent chance. Were you at that game as well, the final? I was at that game, yes. And there, there was rumours that was going to be uh, the entertainment at Wembley, which would have been absolutely fantastic. Rumors. Was it going like rumors. wildfire around the 80,000 plus crowd? It's, it's, like a, <laughs> it's like a Fleetwood Mac album. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it didn't come off, unfortunately. But I mean, I was at Hillsborough. You know, forty thousand people. Like I say, it's still the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. Uh, did I, did I you? How that. many penalties did you do? Well, I was like on the pitch done. initially, and there was like a, a, a sort of Sunderland and, and Norwich sort of uh, younger players just doing keep you ups and skills and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and then we sort of went on to take penalties against Steve Cram, who had like a, a half and half shirt on. He had the the Sunderland Hummel. Home strip on one half and the away, uh, one on the other half. Oh, I thought you meant he had like half Sutherland top, half Norwich top on. No, 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 no. The Jarrett Arrow wouldn't do that, man. <laughs> Definitely wouldn't do that. Right? So it's like amazing. I mean, I can't remember much about us. I've got photos and, and stuff like that. But I was 11, so yeah. You know, Pinnacle of me life. Isn't it? That's great. Uh, uh-huh. Did you get to meet any of the players and stuff? Did you meet John no, I d- himself? I didn't, but I don't know if I should say this actually but we did you know the pendants that the the, the, the footballers exchange at the pennant at half, at, the pennant, pennant that's it mm-hmm. that's it uh-huh. at uh just before the match mm-hmm. i've got the one that norwich <laughs> i've seen it you don't mind have it are you no i'm not meant to have it <laughs> <laughs> maybe john burns trying to track you down all these years you finally uh-huh. got you i don't know how i've got it but I've got it. Oh, well, you stole it. That's how you got it. I didn't know. steal it. I didn't steal it. Maybe they all. give you it. Maybe oh, they Maybe might they give did. it to your dad. They give it to you. Uh, yeah, I think so. Who would have been I the captain? I've... Who was the captain then? Venison. For Sunderland. Was it Barry Venison? No, Venison was way before that. Would have been uh, Gary Bennett, man. Gary Bennett. I, I, I can't Gary remember. Bennett. I didn't really like football when I was eleven. Really, it was only a couple you, of years after. You goddamn fool. <laughs> we do like football now, don't you? And uh, you're done in your Argentina top. Done in my RG top. You know yeah. say RG? I've said it anyway. I'm in support of them. So <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Uh, yes, sad news this week. We found out uh, last night as we record this that Diego Maradona has died. Um, I was about to say the greatest footballer of all time and only idiots uh-huh. hate him but I realise my dad doesn't like him so I won't go that far um, yeah but I kind of understand why my dad doesn't like him he would have uh-huh. been what, what 30 30 maybe 29 mm. when the 1986 World Cup when he did the old hand of God so I think if you're in your prime as a 
football supporter and you're hoping you're going to win the World Cup and somebody does that against you, maybe that's the kind of age where you, you would hold that as a bit of a grudge. Obviously, we didn't see it live or anything. Um, yeah. I also remember my dad saying he's all left foot as well under that uh, <laughs> goal. But the, the best players are left footed, Cliff. Everybody course, knows I mean, that. Also, the same date apparently George Best died the 25th of Aye, November right. so two of our favourite ever players and the two greatest ever players uh, both yeah. died on the same date so next year I'm going to try and find Georgie Hadji and lock them in a room so nothing can happen to him <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely I'm, I'm like you are I don't I don't think I was particularly brought up to, to like Maradona very much I mean, my me, me dad would have admired him as a footballer, but he, he would have still thought that he was a cheat. And you can understand that completely, can't you? And I think he, also he, he at did. the time, well, he did massively cheat, but it's like the best <laughs> cheat ever, isn't it? Like, it's so, it, well, it's, so obvious. it's so crafty. It's so crafty the way he did it, man. It's it was like, obvious. <laughs> uh, but it's not, though. It's the way he, he suddenly, he, he almost kind of extends his head just with his, his little mitt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Um, uh, it's crafty. The long line, uh, the first in a long line of goals that Peter Shilton should not have been beaten by. How <laughs> how were you still in goal for hundreds of games after that? I will never know. <laughs> don't don't bring one to that. Although you know, think about the the ninety World Cup. We did save work a couple of times, especially against uh, the Cameroons. I think. <laughs> Yeah, uh, definitely. He's cow- cowering against uh, Paul Parker. <laughs> yeah. Paul Parker but hits the, him, doesn't he? Does he? Yeah, I'm not sure. But yeah, I mean, you kind of Maradona is just a genius, isn't he? And, and the thing is about him, I mean, that Argentina team weren't the best, but he dragged them through, didn't he? And almost single handedly won the World Cup for them. Well, Did the yeah. same with Napoli, they weren't a very good team. Now, do you I know think what I mean? That's, I, the same okay. thing. It's boring to get into the conversation about well, Messi's better or whatever, but uh, yeah, he's, he's not, is he? So of course, he's not. We'll just end it there. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, another thing with Maradona. I mean, it was all over. I was listening to the radio while I was playing on my FIFA game. Uh, they had loads of people on the radio, and they had uh, Aussie or dealers on. Do you know what he said about Maradona? Go on. He said, uh, "He's my friend. Uh, I like him very much." Uh, <laughs> He's the greatest footballer in the world. Eh, in the cup of Dottingham. <laughs> That's what he said. Did he? That's strange. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you've seen the film, the Asif Kapadia film of last year or whatever, haven't you? Yeah, it's class. I mean, I was watching that. I didn't particularly love the film itself, but I just loved the footage of him playing that I hadn't mm. really seen before and I don't think anybody had seen before. And it's a sad tale, you know, like addiction and stuff is, it's sad. It, it's, it, I'm sure he didn't grow thing up is, thinking he was going to have, right? end up in the situation he's in. But he probably, ha- he had an amazing life. Amazing. I bet he had the best times ever, man. Yeah, but he so, must have had some very, very low times. Yeah, ever, but, like. you know, I, I think, I think his life should be celebrated. I mean, he's, he's a genius. I mean, I, on the Twitter, I put, the, the the clip of him where he's, he's got his uh, boots untied and he's just yeah. like dancing around, keeping yeah. the ball up, and that's amazing. It's just Have you ever heard him sing? Stuff. I think I'd like to hear him sing. <laughs> he's a great mover, isn't he? He is. Um, and Wardy, our friend, shared a picture of him last night, um, like, mm-hmm. like with the, the rock band Queen. Um, yeah, <laughs> so I, just made so think, I wonder whether uh, I wonder what he sounds like on the uh-huh. old vocals. 
There's a famous one with uh, Oasis as well, isn't there? Where yeah. they, they met uh-huh. Well, he's I lived think he here. He lived here in Dubai. Like I, I never met him, but lots of my friends and stuff have met him, or they've they've either interviewed him or seen him because he was a manager here for a lot of years. Um, and he used to pop up in bars and restaurants and stuff yeah. like that quite a lot. So a lot of people I know have like have met him and and been in his presence and stuff. Had it. Uh, yeah. Sounded like he's a charismatic fella, but a little bit shady. Seems like there was always <laughs> a bit of a lot of money doing, yeah. uh, being exchanged in, in envelopes for various yeah. things. One of my mates interviewed him, or m- must be a friend of a friend because I don't know the full story. Um, but he got an interview with him, and at the end, his agent was like, demanded money. And he was like, well, that's that's uh-huh. not how it works. Like, I don't, he was like, yeah. you want to interview with Diego? You, you got to pay. <laughs> Aye. You can imagine that kind of stuff went on for sure. Like I think he you? must have been like he must have not had much money just at some points in his life because he's obviously made a lot of money over the years. But I would uh-huh. imagine he's blown it, had to pay off various nefarious characters and all yeah, that well, kind of stuff, and and women who say that like, children are his son. <laughs> if that film's anything to go by, that was definitely the case. That's that's the impression I got from, from yeah. watching that film. I think people just remember him for his. He's footballing skills in the way he played and stuff. I think like eventually that. they will. Like that's what people. I think will, they will, uh, man. Long term, people will remember him for that. But I think the recent memories of yeah. people are of him just being like a mad. He's a lunatic, really, isn't he? So. He is, but they're, or the geniuses are, though, aren't they? They're on the edge, aren't they? I mean, that's 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 the thing about geniuses. They're always on the edge, and he was another one of those. George Best, the same. So. Yeah, I think you know George Best and uh, Maradona probably had fantastic, great lives, man. And you know, that's the way they I should think be. Lot, I think it's one of those things where, like, they've obviously both had some dark days and some bad stuff happened to them. But yeah, I don't probably they wouldn't swap it. Like, if it, well, on, that's it on the deathbed. If you said, like, oh, would you, you change anything? It probably, probably use it now. Well, yeah, anyway, sticking with the football, should we have some football results, Clifford? Okay, let's do it. I've been a bit right, out of the loop, to be honest. It. English Premier League. <laughs> Who have you got there? Three, one, Manchester United. Crystal Palace, four. Leeds United, one. Chelsea, four. Zervisian United, one. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> West Ham, one. Fulham, nil. Are you quite... He's not keen on the actual Sun- scores. Sunday. <laughs> Where's Brooklyn's which? No. Tottenham Hot for Space. One. Little Lucy Tell City. One. Who is that? References the reporter. No. Manchester City one. Liverpool one. Arsenal. No, Aston Village. Three. Three? Yep, okay. Yeah, Aston Village. Aston Village, three. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah that's... Uh, he's got a peculiar style. I'll give him that. He's, he's unique. He is. He's fantastic, this guy. He's absolutely brilliant. He's called At Roberto, and he does a... Uh, he's a comedian and, a, and an actor, so, like, he's... Yeah. You know, and it's not for real time thing. But, uh, he's amazing. He does something called 
real news goner. Now, I've left out the best bits because, like, that's English stuff. So he, like, he, he knows a bit of them. But then when he gets into Serie A and the German uh, leagues, <laughs> it starts getting even worse. But I, I think it's uh, I think it's class. <laughs> yeah, like that. Well, I mean, he can. Let's try and get him on. He can let's tell us. Definitely. We can talk football with him every week. I think definitely. I particularly like the the Hotspurs was, was a good one. <laughs> I like the Aston Village. Yeah, Aston Village like is good. Yeah, the Aston Village is pretty good. I'm glad you could hear it because uh, the quiz is all about theme tunes from the 80s. And stuff. Oh, okay. So are you going to play it through whatever ghetto blaster you uh, were using It was there? the TV. It was oh, the, was it? The t- I've got a new TV, you see, and it's a 4K TV, right? Okay. And That's a lot It's of amazing. Anyway, I've got a, I'm on a new beer. I'm trialing a new beer. What is it? Um, which was really the only one I could afford when I went to the shop tonight. So mm-hmm. it was still expensive because beer is expensive here. But I'm drinking Kaiser. Oh, the Kaiser. Kaiser beer. Franz Beckenbauer beer. It's uh, from Osterreich, so it's Austrian. Uh-huh. Um, it's a 5%er. And it says um, premium qualitat. So, you know, it's good. So it must be. I think it's the equivalent of like the Albi, the Albi, the Aldi, uh, like German stuff. It's yeah. all right. It was like about. 20 quid less than the next uh, case of beer, so I was like, I'll give it a go. Was it? I'm not precious. Can you remember? Can you remember Fox? Of course I can remember Fox. The biggest oh. cans of all time. Danish, the biggest Danish lager. It was amazing. It was like we, a three-pint can or something, uh, wasn't it? But also, it was our pre-five-a-side refreshment most week. On the Sunday <laughs> it week. was. Until we it got was. admonished by your dad for being drunk while playing football. Yeah. Uh, I think I scored once after drinking 10 pints of Guinness and I was shouting out the goal, I'm pissed, I'm pissed. <laughs> well, your dad was furious with us, wasn't he, for not taking it seriously? He was, yeah. <laughs> well, that's me dad for you, that's me dad. But that's all we used to do, we used to go at the pub and then play football. I mean, that's I that's terrible behaviour, that, isn't it, really? <laughs> really bad at it, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if I drank 10 pints of Guinness these days, I wouldn't be able to move. Never mind run and play football. No <laughs> I wonder if you can still get facts. I think you can. It's still a thing. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love facts. But it, it always went uh, flat, didn't it? Very After flat and very time. warm. Did not, it was not <laughs> it a good did. can for... It was, well, <laughs> I mean, it's too big, really, isn't it? I mean, we it's bought it for the big. novelty of it being yeah. big and called uh, facts. Uh, <laughs> like John Fax Jensen. Uh, yeah. But, Fax Jensen <laughs> came back to Arsenal with a new name. Well, we're going to get nostalgic again, aren't we? Mm-hmm. With the stuff that we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about two sort of cartoon animation type things from our past day mm-hmm. Trapdoor, first yes. word, and Banana Man. Yeah, mm, you don't sound very up with Banana Man. I'm not very up on Banana Man. Do you want to start with uh, Eric? Yes, let's start with Eric. Yeah, definitely. I love Banana Man. Do you? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I don't still think do. The, I, I don't think the pilot watching. was much cup. <laughs> well, I watched like the first season or whatever. Though so they're only on for like five minutes, these things, aren't yeah. they? Banana Man. Um so I mean if anybody doesn't know what Banana Man is, it's a, a, a cartoon. Um I think it was started in nineteen eighty three. 
and it lasted until 86. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's about 40 episodes. And what it is, it's the it's voiced by um, The Goodies. Yeah. So Tim Brooke Taylor, uh, Graham Gordon, Bill Oddy as well. And I think The Goodies were a little bit before our time, weren't they? I mean, I can't yeah. remember much. I know the funky given in that. Yeah, and I remember um, Tim Brooke Taylor used to be on he was on TV and like other roles, wasn't he? When we were in the eighties, like the good, yeah. Bill Oddie was obviously on for, um, the wildlife fancy. Yeah. Aye. Well, I remember Tim Brooke Taylor cause he's in uh, Willy Wonka. He's in a, a funny bit on Willy Wonka. Oh, is he? Well, just a little bit. Yeah. With the, uh, he like, he builds this computer to find out where the, the golden ticket is. And he has an argument with a computer, but it's, it's quite funny anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, the idea of the of the, of the program is is that uh, a little boy called Eric, who in the comic strip was called Eric Wimp, but they had to change <laughs> that name. <laughs> but I like I like that. It's uh, quintessentially British humour and stuff. Uh, he eats a banana, he turns into a superhero. Mm-hmm. Banana man. Yep. And he's got to file various uh, criminals' master plans and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Although they're not particularly good master plans are there yeah maybe. yeah i remember as a kid i used to love it one of the things i used to love about it was eric lived in acacia grove which was a real street uh that i used to go through on my way to school when i was a kid really? yeah so i was I used to quite like that. that yeah um and i used to think oh banana like obviously i knew you yeah. didn't live there but i used to just be like oh, <laughs> banana man um, Did it have a hole in the ceiling? Because he always seems to <laughs> break his ceiling. Like, just, yeah. Must be sick of repairing his ceiling <laughs> when he turns into Banana Man. Just shoots up at the ceiling, doesn't he? <laughs> but, um, uh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that there was a street by that name where we lived. Yeah, there is. I'm pretty sure, anyway. I used to think about it all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, um, I mean, yeah, it, Eric Wimp. What's he called in the show? Just Eric. Uh, they changed his second name. I can't remember what they've changed his second name to, but I don't think it's particularly mentioned or anything. Uh, um, I, no, I don't think it's it's mentioned. You just just Eric. So okay. No. Uh, but it was Eric Wimp in the comic anyway. Okay. Well, I didn't know anything about the goodies uh, link to it. I didn't really. Uh, I didn't appreciate that as a kid. Like you say, mm-hmm. we wouldn't really. Um, we wouldn't have known like who they were <laughs> at that point anyway. Not really, no. Uh, but I guess one of the things is because it's um, it, it's very much for younger children, isn't it? It's not for like teenagers. Yeah. I mean, it was the kind of thing I remember loving it. And I remember it was always on really early on BBC One when yeah. like kids TV started. It was like one of the, it was probably the first program that was on. So I remember as a kid sort of running home from school to sort of catch it, you know what I mean? Because there would be times where I'd miss it and it was only on for five minutes. So yeah. that was quite easy to do. But I loved it as a kid and watching it back, I, I still enjoyed it. I mean, I can see it's, it's flaws. I mean, the animation's not brilliant, but I don't care about that, Me, I just think it's really British and it's got like, yeah. you know, it's full of British humour and stuff like that. And it's a bit ridiculous. It's more of like a, a parody of a superhero than a it real is, superhero, it? isn't it? I do remember I used to yeah. love it when Apple Man was in it. Yeah, that's true. I, re- I remember Apple Man. And what I actually did was, because I was watching it and he wasn't on for the first sort of 
I don't know, about 10 or, or 12 episodes. Mm -hmm. I kept watching it until he came on because <laughs> I, I distinctly remember him. I mean, he was he was excellent. Yeah, he's great. I also had as well, I don't know if you had this, was uh, an annual. I had a Banana Man annual that mm -hmm. I got for Christmas and I, I just adored this annual. I would, I would read it all the time. I thought it was excellent. Yeah, I and think I, I would have had to that. Get, like, yeah, I used to get like Dandy and Beano. I, I was more of a Dandy fan than a Beano fan, okay. I think. I think I got both. I love this Banana Man annual. You got both, did you? Yeah. Flash. But it wasn't originally. <laughs> it wasn't originally in the uh, in the Daniel the Bean. It was in something called Nutty, mm -hmm. which might have probably been you know a little bit before mine. And well, your that was nineteen eighty, I started. think. So I can't remember that. Maybe yeah. I'm ready. And then uh, and then that got taken over by the company that owns the the Beano and the Dandy and stuff. So that's why it sort of went into into those comics. Um, but so, then it, it got moved to TV. So he's a little kid mm -hmm. who has a banana and he becomes super. Is there ever a point where you find out how that happens? There is in the comics. There is in the comics. I mean, again, it's it's very sort of British and stuff like that. It, it, apparently, he was a kid that was uh, jettisoned from the moon to Earth. Okay. And the reason that he's got this banana power is because the, the moon was at, a, at its crescent at the time that he was uh, jettisoned. <laughs> and that's to, the shape of a to, banana. That's the shape of a banana. That's the explanation, yeah. <laughs> Which loose, is class. Very <laughs> loose reason for him to have those powers. <laughs> uh -huh. But good enough for me. So what I happens mean, in, in the, the comic book? Episode, what, in, the, uh, in the cartoons, what happens? Because we watched the first one, or I watched the first yeah. one. And I only watched yeah. it about an hour and a half ago. And uh, mm -hmm. you're straight in, like there's no like explanation yeah. or anything like that. Well, I suppose nah. you've got to be when it's a five minute cartoon. Yeah, well that's it. There's no explanation at all, is there? I mean, I had to, I had to search for the sort of origin, as we'd call it now, mm -hmm. as to why he's got his powers and that. But like you've just said, there, there's none of that in the first episode, is there? He's playing. He, I think uh, that's start. He's playing Happy Families. He's playing he? Happy Families with his mom. And it's uh, a babysitter. His mom and dad uh, are never right. in it. Yeah, that's right. It's is a Jill. Aye, I think it is. But he's smart. His parents are never in it. Probably because okay. they'd be pissed off about the roof, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's playing Happy Families, and all of a sudden he just has a banana and goes flying off. Yeah. <laughs> so I quite like the so... best bit in it, though. Go on. The best bit is where he transforms into Banana Man. He almost yes. bursts out of himself. Yeah, doesn't he? yeah it's good. That's yeah. class. So it's a bit like the Hulk, isn't it? Like it's a bit of a piss take out of that. I think. Aye. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so he, he, I like the what happens when he goes to this baddie's lair. Although I'm, I have to admit, I'm a bit confused. I found it a bit uh, a bit chaotic. There's like too much going on. It's yeah. very loud. Also, like the animation, uh -huh. I think, is quite very colourful and uh, and bright. And I found it a bit chaotic mm -hmm. and hard to concentrate on, like what the story actually was. Um, there was like some kind of general. There was an evil scientist. He got turned into uh -huh. a baby. Uh, mm -hmm. there was a he was getting knocked. It's called Banana Man gets knocked out. She goes, Get this evil scientist guy has a massive hammer, uh, tries to get him strapped yeah. in the chip. I mean, the, the story, I mean, it, it, it's it's just simple. He's playing, um, Happy Families with a babysitter, and on the TV, it says that the, the, the baddies have sort of sent out this sort of plea that Banana Man's got to meet one of them. 
at a certain place. And if he doesn't do it, the late night movie is going to be cancelled. <laughs> so this is the whole reason for the thing. <laughs> so Eric's like gutted that this late night movie is going to be cancelled. So he goes and meets him. And obviously it's a trap. Yeah. And there. Uh, Banana Man gets bonked on the head. There's plenty of bonking on the head, yeah. which I like. <laughs> There's a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of the baddies sort of shoots him with a, a sort of age regression sort of gun, doesn't he? he turns him into a baby. <laughs> turns into a little baby, still dressed as Banana Man as a baby. It's great. He's wearing like a <laughs> tiny baby Banana Man outfit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the, the two buddies, one's a General Blight, yeah. which is the guy with the... The sort of goatee, well, it's not, he's got, he's unshaven, I yeah, would say, yeah. isn't he? Mm-hmm. And apparently he was uh, sort of supposed to be Hitler. Um, okay. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't seem like well, it, I mean, okay. <laughs> I know, I didn't get that really either. And the other one's there, Dr. Gloom. Yeah, he's That's good. He's a good yeah. buddy. He's rubbish, but he's, he's good. Yes, <laughs> I mean, all the, all the buddies are rubbish. But Banana Man's rubbish as well, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's crap. <laughs> he he's gets absolutely crap. Really easily into going and then to get hit on the head. <laughs> yeah, but I think as a kid, I like that. that do you know what I mean? That that you you know you would watch these superheroes or read these comic books, and you know, for example, Superman. Superman's just too powerful, isn't he? Yeah, he's. he's just, do you know what I mean? This is the a only... bit slapstick, isn't it? And this this is just a piss take, isn't it? And I like that about it. I like that that uh, Banana Man had like flaws, and I also like the fact that he was a kid. You know, I could have yeah. a banana. Yeah, exactly. I remember... yeah, that's what you wanted, right? You wanted yeah, to somehow turn into a superhero. It's great. When of course, you did. Right. I, I remember, you know, as a kid thinking, if I eat this banana, will I turn into Banana Man? Yeah, he'll like, he just hope that it would happen. Didn't yeah. <laughs> What I like about this class. is when uh, uh, they turn uh, Banana Man into the baby and then they try to do their evil plan. Uh-huh. Uh, obviously, the baby's crying, so Dr. Gloom can't concentrate on doing the... He's like, how am I going to get any work done <laughs> when the baby's crying? And so that was pretty funny that he... Yeah. He it is. Well, it is. I mean, because that's he true. turned him into a baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, sure you can, uh, I'm sure you can relate to that at the moment, can't you? Screaming babies and stuff like that, yeah. <laughs> and what does happen is he's always got this sort of companion banana man who's crow, who's yeah. voiced by uh, Bill Oddie. Yeah, and you can it's just Bill Oddie's voice, isn't it? I, I'll and only Crow's do this the, if the I'm real the hero, bird. isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, that's definitely why he did. That's definitely why he did. I was reading something that Billy Oddie doesn't actually like this program. I think he said it was a bit of a mess. Okay. But to my money, it's probably the best thing that Bellotti's ever done. <laughs> That's what I think. Do it about you. Yeah, I'd be tempted yeah. to agree with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Crow's the guy that really saves the day and all the stuff, isn't he? And it's a bit yeah. like Penny on Inspector Gadget. Like Inspector Gadget yeah. is absolutely shit at his job, and his mm-hmm. his child daughter is the one that actually is the genius part in serving that. And it's, I guess, mm-hmm. on these kind of piss takey uh, superhero things, it's there's always somebody else that. Really saves, saves the, the bacon, but never, but doesn't step forward and do anything like they just keep back in the shadows, yeah. letting them think that they're the ones doing it. They don't take the credit for it. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's just in the nature of crows. Maybe it is. I mean, we've, we've done the crow and he goes back into his grave at the end, doesn't he? So <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be true. So yeah, the, the crow just says, 
Why don't you give him a banana? That'll shut him up. <laughs> Why don't you give Banana Man a banana? <laughs> That'll sort him out. Yeah. Which, which obviously, you know, he does. Doctor, you didn't, didn't think it through, did he? He didn't think it through at all, did he? So, it's quite good, yeah, my banana, so banana Man. man. What, what he does to him? He does, uh huh. He obviously turns back at the Banana Man. And he reverses the gun with a mirror, doesn't he? Yeah, he tries and, to shoot him again uh, to get him back into a baby. He bounces yeah. off it and... and then he drops. <laughs> yeah, he, he drops Doctor Gloom off at uh, at General Blight's house, and that's it. As a baby, basically says you'll not be doing. Yeah, you'll not be doing any uh, taking over the world stuff for a while, <laughs> will you? And that, that's that's just it. I mean, it lasts five minutes or something, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, this is fun. It, it, it's fun throwaway, but I did find it all a bit chaotic. Uh, <laughs> attack on the sensors, but maybe just because I've had a long day, and I was a bit like, oh, maybe, maybe, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, there's a, a film that they're making of it a film, a musical. Uh, well. There has been a musical, yeah, there's been a musical. Um, but the uh, other this film's been in the works for like getting on for eight years or I something, think it's so been it's been one of them for too long. It's not gonna happen, <laughs> it's probably not gonna happen. No, it's probably not gonna happen. I mean, I would like to say it. Do you know what I mean? Who do you think should play Banana Man? Me. Right, but a real answer, who do you think should play Banana Man? You. <laughs> That's more like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you, you be Eric and I'll be Banana Man. I think it would have to be Tom Hardy, wouldn't it? Because he's the person that gets these things. Yeah, there's no chance of Tom Hardy being Banana Man, is there? <laughs> <laughs> You'd take no it very, very seriously if he did. You would. I think Jim Carrey would be a good banana man, something like that. If he buffed That's up, it might be the role that Jim Carrey buffs up for. Could be, could be. I. Uh huh. Who would play so, yeah. Eric? Well, anybody really. I think it would be yeah. that little boy off uh, Jerry Maguire. <laughs> I don't think I don't think he's a little boy anymore. What? So would, would would you recommend Banana Man anybody and say watch it? Do you think? I think. Would you watch got... it with your little? That's another question. Yeah, I, I think I, I think that's the only way I would watch it. I don't not now yeah. because she's too small. But if I had a kid who was about three or four or whatever, I'd probably I'd probably put it on and get a bit nostalgic about it and think it was fun. At the moment, yeah. she's too small for it. I didn't really enjoy it that much, so probably not. Mm. But. I certainly would watch all of the next thing we're going to talk about. Ooh, yes. Another another fantastic one, mm-hmm. isn't it? We're going to watch Trapdoor. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Which, uh, amazing. It is amazing. It's, it's better than I thought it would be. It's uh, it's really watchable. That's what I'd say about it. It's Four really, minutes, really watchable. Four minutes. They've cut Banana Man by a minute, so that's good. <laughs> Uh-huh, it is. I mean, you'll you'll be loving all these programs lasting a couple of minutes, and that it's just yeah. amazing for you. Easiest but it, uh, yeah, I mean, the thing, I mean, it, it's sort of like stop motion, isn't it? Or, or clay motion, I think that's what they call it. Claymation, does it say? Claymation, that's yeah. it. That's it, yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's a painstaking thing to be doing, isn't it? Do you yeah. know what I mean? If, if you've ever watched people it doing minute. it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, I mean, four minutes is is probably long enough and the thing is about this as well there's so much going on on the screen at the same time yeah there's it's lots just... of things moving around and stuff isn't there uh-huh. like it's, it's it's really must have taken a lot of work to do it 
And the guys yeah. that made it um, went on to do, do Ardman stuff, didn't they? So Wallace and Gromit and Aye. that kind of stuff. So they uh-huh. were like set precedent for that and the way it mm-hmm. was made. Because this is from 1982, I think, 1984. 84. 84, yeah, 84. Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, they probably pioneered that kind of the Ardman stuff, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. well, they will have done that. And uh, what was that? Uh, Creature Comforts. That was the yeah, that, that's they still work on now. Well, at least one of them does. I think it's I a think guy called guy Terry Brain. Yeah, and the other guy was called Charlie Mills, but yeah. it was Terry Brain who went on to work with Ardman and Wallace mm-hmm. and Gromit and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, what what's the idea of the uh, trapdoor then? What's the premise it's of the show? Absolutely amazing premise. So you've got a guy called Burke, who is a little blue monster uh, yeah. who lives in a castle. Well, uh, he he works, he's like in the downstairs, if there was an upstairs downstairs situation, he's one of the yeah. staff, and he seems mm-hmm. to work in the kitchen, and he's at the beck and call of a uh, of a monster who lives upstairs and just shouts of him to do stuff. Um, yeah. And basically, he's got one job, which is to seemingly make food or bring food to the whoever shouting his name. Uh-huh. And he's got one thing that he mustn't do, which is open the <laughs> trapdoor that's in the floor yeah. because other uh-huh. monsters, nastier monsters than him, because yeah. he's like a bit of a, a bit of a warrior. Uh, <laughs> and he's got a, a mate who's just a skull, and then a mate yeah. who's like a fat spider. Um, uh-huh. and all he's got to do is not open the trapdoor. Uh, <laughs> and somehow he manages to do it in every single episode and let <laughs> out other monsters that are going to chase him around. And yeah. that is literally it for every episode. He leaves it. Uh-huh. He gets reminded, don't open the trap door. And then all <laughs> of a sudden, he somehow managed to open the trap door. Again, it's very British, isn't it? I mean, the accents and stuff like that. Yeah, he's I like West Country, isn't he? Got a, West Country and the the thing from upstairs that's got like a Cockney accent yeah. and stuff, hasn't it? Yeah. And the Bowenie, the the skeleton or the head of the uh, the skull, yeah. he's got like a very posh accent, so he, he seems to be a little bit of a know it all, doesn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's just it's just amazing. I mean, to get like a story within four minutes is is difficult, isn't it? An enjoyable mm-hmm. one, anyway. But this is because there's just so much stuff happening. There's there's things moving all over the place. Yeah, worms always and... little worms running across and stuff like that. Yeah. And little, they're like tentacles coming out of things. Um, uh-huh. And this is voiced by Willie Rushton, another kind of uh-huh. uh, actor, comedian, writer. Mm-hmm. So a little bit like akin to the goodies kind of thing. Like they've got this, this um, who would have been an adult kind of favorite at the time. But what I didn't yeah. realize until I was reading about him today, the co-founder of Private Eye magazine. I had absolutely right, no huh? idea about that. I know. He's, he's, I think he's, he's led uh, quite an interesting life, hasn't he? Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I mean, I, I recognize his face and I more yeah. certainly recognize his voice. Yeah. mainly from, from this sort of program. But he actually worked with the goodies as well, I think. So there's like a link between the yeah. two shows. I think he, he worked with uh, Frost, David Frost, didn't he, in America yeah. and, and things. So there's like a crossover there. But yeah, I, I sort of, I like that guy. I like his voice. I mean, he's brilliant. I mean, he voices most of the characters, doesn't yeah. he? But uh, the private eye thing was was interesting for sure. Mm-hmm. Like. I, I just really didn't know that. Uh, but yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Because he always Have you ever read be... Private Eye, though? 
obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> tell you what I've read, Brett. Loads of biographies of footballers and rock stars. Uh-huh. That's what I've read. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I've read loads of Stephen King books. That's it. <laughs> and the dandy and match and shoot. Yeah, 90 minutes when uh-huh. I was a bit older. Uh, uh-huh. So, yeah, I, it's <laughs> just, it's good fun. But the thing that I think you'll particularly like about it is, so it's this claymation kind of stuff for the, this animation. It's not quite colourful. The set's quite good. It's like, Kind of cardboardy yeah. uh, little rooms that he's in, isn't it? But all the characters yeah. are uh, plasticine or whatever this this clay stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it starts very much like a Hammer horror film. It's a bit of a piss take of uh, Vincent Price uh, yeah. voiceover at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I love that about it. I mean, that would have appealed to me for sure as a kid. I mean, the horror elements of it. And also, the other thing that would have appealed is, is just to, to see what comes out of the trapdoor every <laughs> yeah. episode. It's always, I mean, it, like certain things reoccur and, and things, the same monster comes out a couple of times, but yeah. that's what I was always excited about. I mean, you knew that Burke wasn't supposed to open the trapdoor, but you couldn't wait until he did <laughs> to see what came out. He's so, it's amazing. Uh, and, I just love that. He's, he does it every single he time does. he leaves it open and he's like oh no uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> not again i actually as, as a kid I, w- I was convinced he was called bert it's but no it's burke isn't it but... yeah no, i know that now but it's a uh, it i used i was always convinced it was it was burst but i know it's burke now and it's another one with a great theme tune like every like everybody yeah. of our age will know uh-huh. don't you open that trap door you're a fool if you dare yeah it's amazing did you find out anything about the guy who wrote that song no um i read a little bit but i thought brett will have read this so i won't bother (laughs) (laughs) all right thank you very much yeah it was a guy called uh bob heetle who's a scottish guy um who also wrote merry christmas everyone for mr shaken stevens yeah one of the greatest christmas songs of all time of course so, so yeah, I loved it. I also watched it. I did watch a few episodes of this one. Uh, yeah, I, it's just great fun. The voices are good. Burke uh-huh. is a great, hapless, worried, worrisome character that is always fucking up mm-hmm. by leaving its stupid fucking trap door open. Like, why is it even there? Like, I know. <laughs> it's 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 just crazy, isn't it? I mean, who's put that trap door there? Did you I have mean, the some... computer game? That's. I knew you were going to ask that. Mm-hmm. Just one more thing. Burke sometimes oh, is is drawn into the the trap door, isn't he? So mm-hmm. it's, he's probably seen a lot of things down there, hasn't he? he and the other better. thing, he should know better, is that some of the monsters that came out on later episodes did look like the creature from the thing when like it turns into the dog thing. Yes. So that's. I think there's quite a lot of references to horror stuff in these. Like if you know. Yeah. If you know what you're looking for, or if you're a fan of that kind of thing, like beyond the intro, which is a Vincent Price style spoken word. But yeah, the the, card, uh, the computer game, I didn't have it, but oh, I did I look did. at it today. Uh, oh, and the you? graphics are great. Yeah, they? it's good. It's what I remember I had it on the Spectrum. Um, uh-huh. It was one of those where you've got to like dizzy style. You've got to like solve stuff. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And obviously not to open the trap door. <laughs> yeah. Did your dad write there? Uh, a, a walkthrough of uh, I don't think he did, well. but he will comment because he did used to play it because I remember my dad used to really like Trapdoor and he liked the game mm-hmm. as well. I remember that uh, specifically. So 
he w- he was definitely better at it than I was because uh, I would have been a small child, so probably yeah. crap at it. Solving the puzzles and that, it did look really good. And uh, there's a thing called Abandon Wayo, like a website where you can download these games for free. What do you play them on? So if you want to play it again, get yourself get yourself an emulator and play it again. We'll live it. I don't even know what an emulator is. I've spent about 15 years (laughs) hearing the word emulator and going, oh, I'll get an emulator. I've got no fucking idea what it is. Do you want us to tell you what it is? Go on then. It's it's just, if you download an emulator on your laptop, it'll emulate a Commodore 64 or a Spectrum or whatever so you Mm -hmm. can play the game. So it pretend to be those things. That's it. a fancy word for it, an emulator. This is a fancy word. I mean, everybody these days is using fancy words, aren't they? Everybody. I try to resist it. Well, certainly, yeah. Do you? Yeah. But yeah, I definitely, definitely. Actually, what I've uh, what I've done, I've told you I've done this before. When the when the band was younger, when he was about three or four, mm-hmm. I, I used to sort of download these programs and stuff like that. Banana Man. And, and trapdoor as well, and I would mm-hmm. put them on like a CD, and you you know before you go to bed, he watch all these things and stuff, mm-hmm. and and he loves he loves that. I mean, he he, he loves Banana Man. He, I I told him the day that I was doing the podcast on Trapdoor Banana Man. Oh, I've, I've told my friends to watch Banana Man, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. So get him on. Done. Where is he? Where he was <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, so uh, it's not like these things aren't like appealing to, to kids now i think more so because there's no for kids is that on the tv i Nothing. mean i don't know because the telly doesn't work like it did before does it so i, I don't really yeah. know like it's, it used to be set time yeah. certain things were on and now it's obviously uh-huh. different because of streaming and stuff which has opened up all it kinds is. of avenues and stuff like that but i think yeah. it's it's just changed like yeah. the way kids consume stuff is totally different. Like if I mean, watch somebody probably watch somebody well, watching a cartoon on YouTube. Well, well, but the thing is though, if 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 there was on BBC One and, and ITV, like when we were young, when the kids get in from school, if there was like you know those programs, say like what well, it used to be an hour and forty five minutes or something like uh-huh. that, just set for kids. Do you know what uh-huh. I mean? Should do that now. I mean that's. Well, yeah, Good. telling the wrong man. I mean, I've got no swear. Kids, <laughs> that's why kids are just you know watching YouTube and stuff like that, and probably finding things that they shouldn't be watching on YouTube. You know what I mean? If they had a set time and a set program to watch, then they'd do it. After, yeah, and I think there's one thing like you know people are always worried about kids and people having too much screen time. I suppose that when we were kids, that was yeah screen time, wasn't it? Four o'clock when he came in from uh-huh. school, half four or half yeah. five or six o'clock, and then that was it. That was your that, that was your screen That's time. It, exactly. it was a set amount. It wasn't like mm-hmm. it was accessible all the time because you could walk around with something in your hand or have a tablet and Netflix was on there or YouTube was on there. I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm conscious we sound like old fogies are doing this, but I, oh, fuck I think that, the man. point is I like mean people, there's, there's something there's something to do with structure and that, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? If a kid gets in and they know that it's their time for an hour and a half or whatever, they're also they're like empowered in a certain way. They, no, this is my time. Imagine yeah. if your your dad wanted to watch Countdown or you know that other what's that other fifteen program? to one. 40, that's it. I never <laughs> understood that fucking program. Tino loves it, doesn't he? 
Does he? has got a weird affinity for William. Is it William G. Robinson, the old man? After that, <laughs> I'm sure. No do you know, like, you used to love it. I don't know why. <laughs> a boring quiz. <laughs> like, I never understood like? it. It's it was like the Crippen fact. I never understood that. Never Crippen understood fact. It. I used to like the um. They would do that. Uh, hmm? You like the theme? No, I used to like when they they did the flight simulator. Even though, oh got, yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, the assault course is pretty good because you used to think, oh, I'd love to have a go on that, even though it would be horrendous um, yeah. in reality. But I tell you, what, I never used to like just when uh-huh. they used to try and put those shapes in a different order. Never used to like that. <laughs> no, that shitness. That was like I mean, the shittest I... part of of any quiz yeah. show ever. Uh, mm-hmm. And every now and then they used to do a, or maybe they did it every week. They spot the difference. Mm-hmm. Where they'd play a video of like a man going into a bank and asking to withdraw some money, and then they would play it again, and they'd have to yeah. say like what was different on it, or somebody like it's... pulling up in a car somewhere and then pulling away, and to be like, "Oh no, well the number plate was a P reg in this one, but it was a J reg in the second one." Yeah. And then you've got it's to do the assault course. Now, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. We'll have to do it, man. We'll have to definitely do it because like, it, it is comeback. I think you can no, book uh, days. I think you can book days to do it. It's one of those things not, where it exists. You're not getting me on any assault course, mate. I'm talking about. Yeah, Google it's program. fucking horrendous. Why? Why it. anybody wants to do those like tough, tough mudders? I mean, I'm not in the army. Like do you know what I mean? Not in the army. I know. Yeah, I Jane. Well, that was it. What else? That's good. Trapdoor better. Mm-hmm. I'd watch Trapdoor all day long. Banana Man. I'm not bothered about, but I know you like both of them. Uh, I, do. I used to love Banana Man as a kid. I'm glad I watched it again. Mm-hmm. I don't really think it stood the test of time for me watching it as an adult now. But Trapdoor, I think, has got that a little bit extra to it. Um, also, it reminds us of that because I've been watching the Fast Show. There's yeah. you know, the guy who's always like, anyone fancy a pint when there's in the middle of something mm-hmm. serious? There's a sketch mm-hmm. where there's like a Nick, is he called Nick Parks? The guy who's the Ardman guy? Maybe yeah, uh-huh. I think so. It. There's basically him going, I'll show you how we do this next shot. And he's uh-huh. like, you just move this finger just a tiny amount. Uh-huh. And then I'll uh-huh. move the forefinger. Just a tiny amount, and he's basically just this <laughs> fucking ages. And I'll just raise the corner of his mouth here, just a tiny amount. And then the poor White House character's like, "Anyone fancy a pint?" <laughs> Class. That sounds good. That sounds really good. Oh yeah, have you seen that they're going to do a Christmas special of the the fishing in Middlesbrough? Yeah, apparently so. Oh, that's going to be good, isn't it? That'll be good, yeah. Yeah, looking so, forward to that. That'll be good. Yeah, that'll be good. So I've got a quiz for you, but it's all about themes. Okay. So you've got to guess the theme, Mr. Cliff. Okay. So first one, off we go. Oh, it's, I've got to listen intently, have I? Okay, come on. Yeah, intently. <laughs> It's off now. What do you reckon? What do you reckon uh, that is then? I can't remember what it is. Um, is it? You Pebble... can't remember what it is. Is it Pebble Mill? <laughs> no, it is not Pebble Mill. <laughs> I can't. It's Cagney and Lacey. Oh, Cagney and Lacey. Well, I mean, it's an adult show, isn't it? Definitely thought you'd get that one. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That one is working. That was Street Hawk. 
Oh, nice. You remember Street Talk? It was I do, about yeah. Bike. The Imagine bike airway. <laughs> It's Airwolf. That's Airwolf. I like right. it though. Who's behind it's that? Good, picture? Right? Who knows? You get this one, Cliff. I've only even got the name sure. of the TV show in the world. <laughs> I heard the beginning. Sounds like it, op- it opened with a bang, <laughs> and then yeah. it went off. So I don't know. Well, that was. I don't think I get it anyway. I'm not. I'm not all fair with these themes. Well, what was that? An amazing theme tune. That was Magnum PI. Oh, was it? Okay. Uh, This, for me, is the best theme tune ever. So I reckon. Now get that one. Well, no, after a while it just sounds like you're underwater. Does it? Yeah. Oh, well. What was it? It was the Equalizer. Oh, I used to like watching that. That was another one I watched at me Nana and Grandes, but I think that was must. I think the Equalizer was on after Midnight Caller, so I never, uh-huh. I never really used to watch it. I remember the uh, the theme tune and the, the start and that. Who does the theme the tune? Uh, Stuart Copeland from the Police. Is it? Right. I think I knew that. That's good. That's I like. I like the sound of it. So that's it. Okay. You couldn't hear the music. I could hear at the beginning, yeah, and then it went off. I don't know what happened. I think the, the frequencies must have affected your microphone or something. Don't blame my microphone. Don't say I'm that about bra- my I'm microphone. blaming the frequencies, not your microphone. Don't blame the frequencies. <laughs> how, how do you know about frequencies? Are you the frequency Merlin of? I'm just saying the word frequencies. Land. I just want to say frequencies, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay then. All right then. Right, so we've got music anyway, haven't we? A finished yeah, we have. off. It's good. Everybody likes to be finished off, don't they, Cliff? Especially to some music. <laughs> yes. Um, I just listened to it before we came on <laughs> and um, really, really liked it. Uh, it's from a, a band called yeah, um, Moonlight Parade. And Moonlight they're from Parade. Worthing in right, the UK. So, huh? mm-hmm. But yeah, I like the song. Uh, it's called Something's Happening. And uh, yeah, there right, was yes. a three-piece band, and yeah, I liked it. It was very, to my mind. Tell us what you think. I thought it was very mm-hmm. early New Order, like when they first started. I would completely agree. Yeah, I, I was getting Joy Division, New Order mm-hmm. vibes from it. I think. Yeah, nothing but, wrong yeah, with that. I, I really liked it. Not wrong with that. Joy Division are one of my favorite bands. I mean, they're not as good as New Order, but you know. Uh, yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. They've got two much largely unenjoyable albums, but of course they're better than New Order. Whatever. <laughs> well, they're not largely uh, unenjoyable for me because I have thoroughly enjoyed listening to them throughout my 20s, 30s, and maybe through my 40s as well. We'll find out maybe so they... swift change of heart. Um, but yeah. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Worthing three-piece, Moonlight Parade, with some things happening. I uh, hope everyone enjoys it. Until next week, we will see you later. Um, Christmas, four weeks of Christmas yeah. comes up next. Uh, yes, I can't wait. Um, so, Me yeah, either. follow us on Twitter, at FCircusPod. Join the legions of celebrity followers that we have. And uh, you can chat to <laughs> us on Facebook. It's just the name of the podcast. And yeah, 
give us a like and a rating and a comment on Apple. Uh, and until next week, enjoy Moonlight Parade. We'll see you. Bye bye. Bye. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 